Yo, 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 it's your boy, Preacher Boy, and I'm coming to you guys again with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. I pray that you all are having a blessed day, and today has filled, been filled with nothing but success and great opportunities in your life. Even if you had some hiccups and obstacles throughout the way, I hope that you were still able to get to this point where you are right now, listening to this podcast, and I pray that it, it brings you some insight, some some peace and some clarity and some calmness for the remainder of your day. So first, we're going to kick off with a little word of prayer. Dear God, we come before you again. We thank you for another opportunity to come together, dear God. Ask that you bless this episode on today, dear God. Allow us to learn, allow us to grasp and understand what you're trying to show us. Allow us to continue to grow in you and get closer to you in each and every aspect of our lives. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. All right, guys. So the irony in today's episode is the title is Effectiveness of Prayer. Reason why I say it's ironic or it has some irony is because we started off with what? A little word of prayer. So what is prayer? Prayer is basically, you know, you're calling on God, calling on the name of the Lord, crying with, you know, your voice to the Lord lifting up your soul to the Lord. It's you seeking the Lord, approaching his throne throne of grace boldly. Um, it's an earnest request or wish that you're making upon him. It's communion with the Father. It's, you know, it's just basically, in a nutshell, it's just you having conversation. You know, you're talking to God. You, you're venting to him. You're, you're telling him how you feel about something. You're you're asking him about something. You're, you know, you're desiring for him to show you something. You know, it's just a conversation with your Lord and Savior. The key scripture that we have for today is Matthew 6, 5 through 13. I'm going to read you two versions, but I'm going to read the King James Version first, and then I'm going to follow it by the Message Version. So the King James Version says, And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in synagogues and in the corners of the streets, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou art praying, enter into thy closet, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy Father which is in secret, and thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking." Be not ye therefore unto them, for your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive, forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. So what I read to you was our Father's Prayer. That's the King James Version. Um, before I get into that, that second version, you know, some key things I want you to take away just with this verse alone. There's a couple of do nots, you know sort of speak in in this uh, text. And God, what Jesus was trying to share with his disciples, he was teaching them basically how to pray. 
You know, he was trying to explain to, explain to them, you know, what prayer is and how you should do it. And, you know, what what he expects us to not be like. So in verse five, the first not that he didn't want us to. Let me fix that. The first do not that Jesus was emphasizing is when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corners of the streets. And that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. And then the second do not that Jesus said. But when ye pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Now I'm going to read to you the message version of this text. And then we'll go into a little explanation on the background of all this and dig a little deeper. You know, I'm not going to be before you guys long today, uh, but I just wanted to share, share some key insights on the effectiveness of prayer. So the message version reads, and when you come before God, don't turn that into a theatrical production either. All these people making a regular show out of their prayers, hoping for stardom. Do you think God sits in a box seat? Here's what I want you to do. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and honestly as you can manage. The focus will shift from you to God and you will begin to sense his grace. The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are pray prayer ignorant. They're full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. This is your father you're dealing with, and he knows better than you what you need. With a God like this loving you, you can pray very simply. And then it goes on to goes on to in depth with the our father's prayer. So what Jesus is trying to tell tell the disciples here, he's he's first letting them know, like, hey, I'm not trying to have you be like be like these these people that I see that are hypocrites, you know, that 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 they stand in front of public places and and they try to make this big old scene on using elaborate words and trying to use fancy words that people never heard of. Like, oh, God, super catafragilistic, SBLadocious and all kinds of stuff like that, knowing that they never used those words in their daily vocabulary. God is trying to teach the disciples here with prayer comes simplicity. He's trying to teach you that you can still have an effective prayer. But when you pray, make sure it's simple. Being simple is not, you know, something that Jesus isn't shunning. You know, he'd rather you be simple than you be like the, the Pharisees and hypocrites that were that were trying to use all these extra words and make a big scene so they can get attention. God was letting them know with all the attention that they were receiving right then and there, that was already their reward because the motives behind the prayer wasn't pure and it wasn't sincere. There was a underlining intention that they weren't expressing openly so jesus was letting them know like hey you know they get their reward already they you know they they already got what they deserve they got what they what they deeply wanted in their heart and so another thing that jesus was trying to trying to explain to them when you pray you don't got to use these big words like i was pointing out the super catafragilistic you know you don't got to be you don't have to be like everybody else when they pray a lot of times, I know as I grew up going to prayer, prayer uh, shut-ins and 
prayer meetings and things like that. And I would hear hear at a young age all the, the church mothers, the, the pastors, the mission, missionaries, ministers. I would hear them pray such a way that I would go home practicing how they prayed. And as I got older, I started to realize, like, why am I practicing the way that they pray? It's not sincere to me because it's not it's not me from the heart. You know, I'm not coming from the heart expressing my my conversation that I want to have to God and what what what's in my mind and what's what's how I feel deep down. So I had to change the way that I was practicing because I was practicing what everybody else was doing. And Jesus was trying to show you that you don't need to be like everybody else when you pray. You don't need to you don't need to be all boast, not boastful. You don't want to be all. What's the word I'm looking for? All. Attention seeking. You don't want to be attention seeking when you pray. There's no need for all the the glam and the glitz and all the self glory that you're trying to acquire when you pray. No, when you pray, you're going before the throne of grace humbly, as you know how you know as as um, open to God as possible, letting them know like, hey God, you know I'm coming to you broken, battered, bruised, bored. I'm I'm coming to you with these issues of my life that I want to give to you because I know that you are in control of all things. And so Jesus was teaching the disciples, hey, this is how I want y'all to pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Biblical scholars often call this this prayer the model prayer because it was it was a basis on how you should pray. If you don't know how to pray, if you've never prayed before, you know, I I don't laugh at people who say they've never prayed because, you know, some people just never prayed before. Some people just never never took the time to learn or ask the question, how do you pray? And Jesus shows us a perfect example right here by saying, this is how you should pray. You're first acknowledging God, you know, you're giving him thanks, you're giving him praise. And then you're, you're asking for forgiveness for any wrong that you've committed, anything knowingly, unknowingly, you're asking him to forgive you. That way you're not staying in that place of sin any longer. And then you're asking him to lead you not in temptation. You're asking him to keep you undergirded. You're asking him to keep you and show you what you need to do, how you need to stay away from evil or anything that could cause you to stumble. And then it goes right back to giving him glory and honor again and recognizing him that he's pretty much that he that he is the king of kings, the Lord of lords. And so this is just a a sample. You know, if you need something to go based off of and you want to. uh you really don't know how to pray and you're just like, God, you know, I, I, I don't know how to pray. You know, Marcus, preacher boy, you know, how, how do I pray? How, how is it that I pray? And what I can show you is Matthew chapter six. It shows you a best. The, that's the best example you can use in order to pray. Like I said, prayer isn't something that you need to you practice. It's not something that you need to, you know. Uh, rehearse time and time again. No, prayer is something that's from the heart. It's a sincere conversation that you're having with God. You're expressing your your downfalls. You're expressing your your heart's desires. You're expressing things that you want. You're expressing who you are 
to our creator. You know what I'm saying? You're you're even though he already knows your heart, he knows your your thoughts. Just the fact the simple fact that you're expressing it to him shows you that much more how you're willing to grow nigh to him. When I say grow nigh, I mean grow closer to him, grow near him. You're willing to, you know, draw that much more to him and grow in fellowship. When you when you have a constant prayer life, prayer prayer a, a successful prayer life and a constant prayer life activates your your faith that much more. It increases your faith. The reason why I say that is because you're praying to God. You know what I'm saying? You're you're praying for things that weren't accomplished yet, expecting them to be done, knowing that, hey, God, I trust that you're able to do this. So I'm asking you, can you do this? So you're praying with the expectations of God. This is what I want you to do. And I know that you can do it. And since you're praying like that, you're like, OK, wow, that's faith. So faith and prayer work hand in hand, because when you pray, you're realizing that faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. You're going into communication with God, realizing that even though I don't see what I want right now, I know it's there because I know that he can provide it. And so I'm going to give you four four effects of prayer that I wrote down. You know, I took some notes and I was as I was studying this and how effective prayer is, the four effects of prayer that I wrote were number one, prayer brings forth change within yourself, with those around you. And within situ with situations that you may find yourself in. Number two, prayer brings forth healing, healing in the body, healing in the mind, healing for um, different situations for, you know, maybe arguments that may arise and, you know, conflicts in the midst. There's prayer brings forth the healing in the, those situations. Number three, prayer helps overcome temptation. You know, when you feel like you're about to give in, you, you know, you feel like, oh, I'm about to revert to old habits again. Prayer is that tool, that, 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 that weapon you can use to strengthen your, your walk in Christ, your, your steadfastness. It, it strengthens you to, all right, I can do it one more day in Christ. Just keep me one more day, God. One more day. I, I trust that you can do it. I trust that you can help me. I trust that you can, you know... Keep me on the straight and narrow instead of the wide and broad. And my last point, number four, prayer increases your faith and draws you closer to God. So those are my four effects of prayer and uh, some key verses I want to I want you guys, you know, if you have the time to to look into on your own. Um, I got seven verses for you. Philippians four and six. Colossians four and two. James 5, verse 15, James 5, verse 16, James 5, verse 13, Mark 11 and 24, and Matthew 26 and 41. Always remember with prayer, simplicity is key. You don't have to have these long, drawn out, huge words in order to reach God. You, you know, you can use the simple, simple things of life that you understand that you already com commonly use day to day. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to do anything extra. No, God just wants you to come with a sincere heart and he wants you to have the faith of a mustard seed. Remember in last week's episode, I told you guys having that little, little bit of faith, that's all you need. Just that little bit of faith to get you get you going because everything has a beginning everything has a beginning stage you know so just having that little bit of 
mustard seed of faith, you're able to move mountains. That's what the Bible tells us. If you have just the faith of a mustard seed, you're able to move mountains. So if you have just that little bit of faith and believing, knowing that God can answer your prayers, he's able to do, do great things just with that. The Bible says, ask and ye shall have. Knock and it'll be open. You know, it, and it goes into details. Matter of fact, let me, I think the verse, if I'm not mistaken, is Luke. Let me go to it for you guys so I can read it. Luke chapter 18. I believe. Give me one second. you all for this brief little delay but I am determined to find the scripture for you guys because I want you to know that with prayer it's it's able to do numerous of things in your life it's able to change circumstances it's it's able to you know heal your body when you may have a sickness you know what I'm saying but the only key thing that you also have to remember with prayer is that you have to believe what you're praying in you know, if you don't believe that God is able to answer your prayers, then the prayers for not. It's 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 a waste because you're not believing what you're praying in. So if the moment you have belief, knowing that all right, God, I know for a fact that you're able to do this, and since I know for a fact that you're able to do this, uh, I trust you. I trust that you're gonna do this for me, cause uh. I want this done. And since I want this done, I know you can do it. So actually the verse is Mark 11 and 24. Therefore, I say unto you, what, what things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. So you got to believe you have to have a belief in God, knowing that he's able to do it. And one thing, one last thing I want to point out to you guys, when you pray, if you haven't received what you pray for, don't stop praying for that thing. You know, persistency is key. God wants to show if you're going to be persistent with your prayer life. Are you going to be are you going to be constant? Are you going to constantly ask him? Are you going to constantly come to him for certain things? Are you going to go to him no realizing that he's in control of everything? So persistency is key. The best example I can use is when when Jesus told the disciples that the Holy Spirit was going to be with them, you know, and it was going to comfort them and bring bring them bring them um, guidance and things in that nature. But they had to ask for it. And so in Acts, in, the, in Acts chapter one, you know, they were praying in the upper room. And then Acts chapter two, the Holy Spirit came to them the day of Pentecost. You know, it came to them. And so never stop praying for something that you desire or something that you want done for a healing that you want done for something to be accomplished. Don't stop praying for it if it hasn't been answered. Because the thing is, God works in his timing, not our own. And his timing is perfect. So he wants to see if you're going to be consistent or are you just going to tire out. So remember, persistency and simplicity are key when you're praying. And also remember to have belief. Have that little bit of faith, that little bit of mustard seed of faith and believe that God is able to do it. So we're going to close out with some prayer on today, you know, and, and I feel like that's the, the best thing to do, you know. 
And uh, I ask that you tune in with me and you be receptive in your hearts to prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you again, dear God. God, we thank you for being God Almighty in our life. God, we thank you for all the doors that you open in, all the doors that you close that we no longer need. God, we thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for the movement of our, our ligaments and our body parts. We thank you for the activity of everything that you've given us. God, we ask that you forgive us for anything that we've done wrong knowingly and forgive us for anything that we've done wrong that we are, are not aware of, dear God. God, bring it to our remembrance and forgive us, dear God, and help us to not do it anymore, dear God. God, right now I speak healing to anybody that has an ache, a pain, a sickness, or a disease, dear God. I speak healing in the name of Jesus in their body, in their mind, in their natural state, in their spiritual state. I speak healing in their emotional, in their, in their anything that's not like you. I speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. God, I ask that you come and comfort our hearts, dear God. Comfort our minds and be with us like only you know how to do, dear God. Continue to be with families. Continue to strengthen relationships, strengthen marriages, dear God. The failing marriages, the failing relationships that are trying to break apart and fail. God, I ask that you strengthen them and bring in peace, bring in comfort, and allow individuals to know that you are God and God alone and that you're able to fix and mend anything as long as we know that you, we trust and believe that you can do it, dear God, because you said with man, it's impossible, with, but with God, all things are possible. So God, I ask that you strengthen us and keep us, dear God, continue to guide us, allow us to have a calming, knowing that you're on our sides and you have our backs no matter what, even when others don't and they give up on us, dear God, help us to continue to trust in you, knowing that you're the author and the finisher of our faith. God, I ask that you keep us and uh, continue to be with us. And we count it done in your son Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So, guys, I want you all to be blessed. You know, have blessed days. Have a blessed weekend. You know, enjoy your Saturday and Sunday. Go out, you know, pray. Start praying. You know, even if this is your first time praying, I ask that you get on your knees and give God some time and, and just talk to him. Tell him how you feel. Even though he already knows, just voice it to him. Let him know. Go to your secret place and just pray to God because it's really effective. And always remember, there's effectiveness when it comes to prayer. Always remember that. Y'all be blessed. Preacher boys out. I see you guys next week.